because I did touch on last time about we have a sometimes within a complicated world in our process of overthinking and overanalyzing things that we have a problem with submitting to simplicity of instructions and that is what's keeping you stuck and not reaching your goals year after year month after month and my desire for you is to break through and after you run a six-part system today, you will have those tools you know, that you need to break through. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. All righty, Apples, welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Dr. Sharonda Simone. So we are on part two of a three-part series. We've been speaking with Coach Christine, who is no stranger here on The Good Apple podcast and in our community. And she's teaching us about prosperity decision making. Now, if you were listening in last week, last Sunday, then you already heard part one and I was taking notes. Um, I have already updated my vision board. Okay. So look, if you guys missed out on last Sunday, please, please tune in after you hear this one, or actually you can pause this episode, which might be a better thing to do. Go ahead and pause this episode and click back on last week's episode. That way you get the continuity of this information. All right. So Now, you know that every Sunday I have to welcome our returning listeners. Thank you so very much, Apples. It really means a lot to me. I know that I say this each and every episode, and that's because it never gets old to me. (laughs) I never tire of having conversations, genuine conversations and fellowship with good Apples. I appreciate all the questions you guys submit, you know, on DM, Facebook, Instagram, the ones who have my personal number, you text me and the ones who email me. So if you are not a part of the Good Apple community, what are you waiting for? You know, if you are here, let your presence be known, get locked in, get engaged, because we are doing life together. That is what my pastor always says at my local church. Look, we are doing life together. So don't try and do this on your own. Don't be isolated. Get linked in to the Good Apple community because we are a group of loving people, God-loving people, Christ-loving people. Um, And it's just easier, you know, when you do this thing called life with some help. So yes, please get locked in. Thank you so very much for returning all of the returning listeners. And if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. So happy to have you here. I do pray that you are ready to receive all that you're going to get in this episode. And I just pray that you enjoy the episode enough to tune in again and again. Um, And of course, every Sunday, 
you guys know that I like to give a good Apple shout out. So this Sunday I'm really excited because we have a listener tuning in from Ohio. So right after the break, I'm going to give our good Apple shout out for this week. So stay tuned. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.SharondaSimone.com. Now back to our show. Alrighty, Apples. So before the break, I was welcoming our listeners. So thank you again. And I was also about to give our good Apple shout out for this week. All right. So the good Apple this week is Brighton from Ohio. Thank you so much, Brighton, for tuning in. He reached out to me on Facebook and he let me know that he was a listener to the good Apple community. Wowza. All right, you guys. So we are, we're definitely spreading out across the U.S. I know we have listeners in Alaska. All right. We also have some listeners down south in Texas. Okay. Um, and we also have some listeners here in the Midwest. Of course, we have listeners in Georgia and Florida. So if you're tuning in, okay, internationally, let me know. The statistics show, okay, when I look, you know, in the statistics with the podcast platforms, I see that we have some listeners from the UK. We have some listeners from Jamaica. So please, if you are tuning in, let me know, okay? Let me know so that I can give you a good, proper, good Apple shout out and welcome. So thank you so very much, Brighton, for tuning in. I really, really appreciate you letting me know. I pray that you continue to be blessed by the information shared here. And I also pray that God continues to bless you and your family richly. Thank you so very much for tuning in. All right, Coach Christine is here. Okay, I'm going to give a brief introduction just in case you missed last week's episode. All right, so I'm going to reintroduce her. Coach Christine is a confidence coach. She's also a strategist and awesome speaker. All right, she mainly focuses on helping women transition out of their nine to five while packaging and pricing their brilliance for profit. Ooh, I like how that sounds. Coach Christine says that she is passionate about helping women gain the clarity they need to move forward. Uh, She can be contacted on Facebook as well as Instagram, and all of her contact information will be linked in the show notes below. So definitely reach out to her, connect with her. Just a phenomenal person. I've been knowing Coach Christine for, hmm, gosh, at least six, seven years now, right? It's it's been a while. Um, And she just continues to be a pillar of um, strength in my life and a woman of God and definitely one of my, you know, highly regarded confidants. So thank you so much, Coach Coach Christine, for agreeing to come back on today's episode. Now, I know that I said in the introduction that Coach Christine works closely with women, okay, but men, all of my male listeners out there, this still applies to you, okay? We're going to be talking about prosperity decision-making, In part one, we talked about clarity, and now part two, she's going to be sharing a six-part system to help you work through your decision-making skills, okay? So it's it's going to be applicable and helpful whether you are male or female, all right? Whether you are new to this, whether you are true to this, okay? It's going to be helpful to you. So I really hope that you are ready. Everybody has their writing, 
instruments, you know, your paper, your pen, your highlighter, some water, coffee, tea, popcorn, whatever it is, you know, make sure you have it ready. But also remember that you can replay this episode, okay? Just because you heard it once doesn't mean you can only hear it once. The great thing about modern technology is that you can pause and you can replay. (laughs) So yeah, I really just hope that uh, you are as excited as I am because every time Coach Christine talks, it just warms my heart. It excites me. And I also get a lot of food for thought. My mental belly is full. (laughs) Okay. So before we jump into the information, let me go ahead and pray. So if you're able to go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for today. We thank you so very much for another Sunday when we can come uh, and fellowship with other Christ followers around the world. Lord, we thank you so very much for uh, the information that you have given Coach Christine to share with us today, Lord. I just ask that you prepare our hearts and our minds to receive the information. Satan, we come against you right now in the name of Jesus. You are a liar and you are a thief And you're not welcome here. So the Bible tells us whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And so we bind you right now in the name of Jesus, Satan. And Holy Spirit, we just usher you in to this episode. We welcome you in to this episode. I pray that you touch uh, Coach Christine and have her speak all that you would have her share with us today, Lord. And I just ask that you continue to bless us through these episodes. All of this we ask in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. All righty, Coach Christine. I'm going to hand it over to you as we start part two of this multi-part series. So I'm going to mute my audio and the floor is yours. Thank you again for having me. I always enjoy being on this space. Um, I would even say this too. Uh, you created such a community where we can talk about God's word freely and give practical steps and encourage you through all your podcasts. And I just am privileged to be here. I'm so excited about that. And then um, I did want to touch on a couple things from the last episode. So when you do your vision board, you want to keep your big, big vision because that's a lot of things, a lot of places you want to explore, languages you want to learn, you know, dates you want to go fly with your husband or your wife. That's going to be in your big, big vision board. board. But when I say make it clear and make it simple, you're just taking a few of those things and putting it on a board that you want to see happen over the next three to six months to the year. Like I said, I do challenge my clients to do five to ten things within the year um, because a lot of those do tie into each other. But also, um, you can start off with three if this is new to you, and that is okay too. Um, And I'm so excited to hear about the wins and the feedback they're going to give to Sharonda, so I'm excited about that. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so in today's series, okay, you said that you were going to, or in today's episode, you said you were going to share with us a six-part system for decision-making. So tell us more about that. I am eager to find out about a six-part system. Yes. So this is something I use in my program as well to help Um, the women I work with to really, and again, this is for men and women, but I just, uh, I attract working with other women so they can move ahead in their business and life as well. But this six-part system, anyone can use it. Your children can use it. Your mom can use it. Your grandma can use it. Your grandfather can use it. Anyone can use this. And 
what I would like to actually start with is a story from 2 Kings 5. I love, love, love this story because there's so much information in here and just so much freedom because I did touch on last time about we have a, sometimes within a complicated world in our process of overthinking and overanalyzing things, that we have a problem with submitting to simplicity of instructions. And that is what's keeping you stuck and not reaching your goals year after year, month after month. And my desire for you is to break through. And after you run a six-part system today, you will have those tools you know, that you need to break through. So... If you know the story about Naaman and Elijah with the S, I know I may be saying his name wrong, but it's with an S, right? Not the J, but the S. And the thing is about the story about Naaman, he was a victorious leader. He was a commander of an army, very successful. But he also, so he was a high achiever, right? But he also had leprosy. So when they actually... Um, went to um, war, and one of the servant girls that worked with him, she said, oh, you know, you should go see Elijah, right, to, to get healed from your leprosy because that was something he was conflicted with, right? And he's very successful, and he had problems. And that is when we look at other people that are living their success story, right, our success is unique to us, but when they're living their unique success story, they have problems too, so Elijah, um, so Naaman left, he traveled, and he went to Elijah and was like, you know, heal me. So Elijah actually sent his servant to meet him and said, just, just dip yourself seven, seven times in the Jordan River. Then Naaman did it. Psych, he did not. He did not follow those simple instructions. He actually got mad and was angry because he had such expectation that Elijah should have met him, not the servant, that he should have came and waved his hand over him and something miraculous should have happened. And then he was mad that the instruction was to dip himself into the Jordan River seven times and not the Damascus River, which is cleaner. He was so mad that those instructions were given to him that he actually left and he wasn't cleansed. He was actually full of rage and angry. And he left. But then he was reminded to trust Elijah's, again with the S, I may be saying it wrong, but to trust his instruction. So then he traveled back, and guess what? He dipped himself not three times, not four times, not five times, not six times, but seven times in the Jordan River. And on that last dip, he came up, and he was renewed and restored. His flesh was restored. Do you think he was excited? Absolutely. He was so excited. He wanted to pay and, and give gifts, and he was just so excited about this, that this happened to him. And the reason why this story is so, I love it so much, and just looking at why we do struggle with simplicity, Eli, um, Naaman had the instructions to heal his body, seven dips, that's it. But he was so used to overthinking and analyzing and planning and going to war and probably conducting different meetings that he brought his expectations to Elijah. He brought what he knew that should have happened the way it should have happened, that when it didn't happen that way, he's like, there's no hope. This is not going to work for me. And he just left away angry. But if he came into the presence of Elijah and said, I'm just going to be obedient to whatever you tell me and trust that this will work for him, then we wouldn't have known about the other part about the rage and all his excuses. 
right? So a lot of times the barrier, the thing that's blocking us between instruction, right? And Sharonda already said this earlier, and this is a quote, but it says success leaves clues, but I believe it leaves how-tos too, right? And a lot of times the reason why we're not accomplishing things we want to is because between instruction and the life you want, that very barrier that's in the middle of that is expectation. Expectation. This is different than expectancy. Expectation is just you having a strong belief that something will happen, right? That you, that's your belief that it will happen. This is different from expectancy, right? We should be in expectancy of great things happening for us. Expectancy is like you just thinking and being excited and hoping. I love that word, hope. Ooh, it's so inspiring. But you're just hoping that something pleasant will happen to you. That's different than expectation. Expectation is the very barrier that is keeping us from living the life we want. And when we come with our thoughts and how things should be, that's why we're not having the things that we want in life. So I wanted to share that before uh, I stepped into the six-part system because you're going to look at this and be like, it's too simple. No, it can't be this easy. To get to, the, to actually execute the things on my vision board and then have the life and have the money in the bank account and have the vacations and have the joy, no, it cannot be this simple. I've already been used to tolerating people and tolerating life and tolerating my situations and circumstances that this six-part system cannot help me move. No. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. And Dr. Sharonda, so when I talk about the six-part system, this is going to be, again, it's, the, it's submitting to the simplicity. If we can just remind ourselves that a lot of times we complicate with our own expectations. And remember, expectations are a barrier a lot of times going into the new. We, just like Naaman, he brought all his high achievingness, <laughs> that's the word, right? But he brought all his high achievingness into his expectation of how Elijah should have approached him, how he should have done things, because he's like, it can't be that simple. So I really want to encourage the audience to really understand um, that what I'm about to give you is unique to my program um, and how I help others to break through, to start making their vision come to life. So what I would like to start with is actually my six-part system is called SHIFTS, S-H-I-F-T-S. And if you do have your pen and paper out, I would love for you to write that down. And it's so vital because this is something you're going to be using. You can teach it to your children. You can teach it to, like I said, your parents, anyone. Um, and this is going to help you shift into the new season that God has been calling to you, you know, already having for you, and that you're getting pulled to that. So, Dr. Sharonda, I would like to start with the first part, and I know we'll have to go to com commercial probably too, so I'll probably get to maybe the I part, but the first part is seeing what are you observing in your life right now that you would like to change or have? What is it that you would like to see in your life to change or to have? You only will be able to answer this if you get the clarity that this is for you. This is something that you feel that's been putting your heart and your desire. Is This is for you. This is a true desire. The second part of that is your hypothesis. 
everyone on here is brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. You have your own zone of genius. You're intelligent. And you can come up with powerful questions to ask, to, to hypothesize, you know, how can I get this in my life or why is this happening? This is good for, this system is good for setbacks and how to move forward. So you may be asking yourself, well, how do I plan to buy a home? That might be one of the things you're thinking. You have a home on your board, you're looking at it, and you're like, well, how can I make this happen? I think I can make this happen by opening another stream of income in my family. Or I think I may, I know a promotion's coming up. I think I can make that happen through that, that means. Or I think I, it can happen when I transition out of my nine to five and go full time in my business, right? That's how I know I can be able to have this house and pay it off within five years, not the 30 years, but five years, right? We're stretching this. And once you figure out that question, because, and this is something I always like to say, but every great quest is in a great question. It's in the word. So look at the word question. You see the word quest. This is your journey. This is your path to success. So the more powerful your question is, the more powerful your journey will be, your quest, to what you want for you and your family and for your business. Or if you are still working your 9 to 5 and you find true joy in that, even that, you can find solutions in there through powerful questions. The I part is ideal versus reality. This is so important. You can only see this when you actually visualize where you want to be. Where do you want to be? That's your ideal. Because if you don't visualize it, how can you ever make a decision of something you never thought about? So visualization is very, very important because this will start you to think the thoughts you need to move forward. So you'll think ideal versus reality. Okay, ideal, I would love a five-bedroom home with a balcony backyard, um, two dogs. You know, just go crazy with it. There's no limit. This is unique to you. And we're just using the housing example. But again, you can use this in any area of your life. So that's ideal versus reality. You may be in an apartment, very cramped, maybe two-bedroom, maybe one-bedroom. I know I had a one-bedroom for a while um, when I first had my first son, right? And now we're in a home with more babies. <laughs> more babies here. But um, but versus your reality, your reality is that you're living the paycheck to paycheck. Your reality is that, um, you know, someone else may be considered for the promotion. Your reality is that you are feeling stuck and maybe you don't like where you are. That's your reality. Okay, this is very important. Remember, do not judge yourself or have that false guilt because when you start to feel guilty for what's really happening in your life, um, and a lot of times that's from expectations of what other people say you should be by what age, by this, because of your gender, because of your race, and the list goes on and on, that that will put on extra weight that you do not need in this creative process, right? You're creating solutions for your life. So when you write that down, the beauty of that is guess what? You just are identifying the gap of where you are to where you want to be. That's when you can start population, populating the directions. Remember, we talked about that in clarity. Clarity is like, where do you want to go? Put that, you put the, de the destination in first, then the directions populate. You don't, put the, you don't open GPS and put directions in first. 
and then say, okay, I'm just going to kind of go. That does not work. That does not happen. And if you're one of the unique people that do that, um, God bless you because I do not know how you could do that. You're going to be wasting time and wasting energy and effort. But when you do this, you are identifying where you are and to where you want to be, where you're visualizing yourself, where you want to be. It's really, really important. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Okay, so I was taking notes. I have my S, I have my H, I have my I. So seeing, hypothesizing, um, and ideal versus reality. Let's go back to the story of Naaman and Elisha. So I've heard that story before, you know, and I, I would often think to myself, like, yeah, why didn't he just do it the first time? But I've never heard it explained that way. Um, yeah, he, he thought too highly of himself. You know, he thought there should have been more pomp and circumstance. And for someone who is extra, all right, I'm, I'm extra and I know it. <laughs> That's how God made me. I can kind of identify with, with, uh, with Naaman. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest and transparent. I can identify like, wait, I have leprosy. Okay, and I, I'm made for bigger and better, but I can't do all that with this this chronic disease. <laughs> you know, I can't do this when nobody wants to talk to me or touch me. And obviously, I've never dealt with leprosy, but there have been times in my life when I'm thinking, okay, you know, Lord, I know. And apples, I believe I've shared this with you before on previous episodes, and I, I might have. But either way, I remember when I was about eight years old following my mother around the kitchen okay she was cooking or cleaning or you know doing something I remember following her around the kitchen and saying mommy I, I you know I'm special I'm different mommy I know that there's something there's a calling on my life and however I translated it in my eight-year-old vocabulary the sentiment was I know that I was made for uh, a lot you know we all have our God-given capacity and at age eight, I knew that I had a unique God-given capacity. And that's something that has helped me, but also haunted me over the years. Because sometimes I'm thinking, okay, Lord, uh, I remember what you told me at age eight. And I definitely see the fruit, you know, of seeds planted. And I see it manifesting and coming to fruition. But remember, you know, Last Sunday, we were talking about success and the unique fingerprint it is. And I, sometimes I feel like, hmm, this is like a, a leprosy moment. <laughs> you know, things aren't happening the way I would have expected. Have you forgotten about what you told me when I was eight years old? And Apples, I'm being transparent. I don't know if you have felt this before. You know, if you've had these kind of very uh, just heart to heart conversations with the Lord. But these are the kind of conversations that I have with my daddy. And sometimes I, I kind of feel like Naaman. Like, all right, you know, this, this is where I see you want to take me, Lord. But it's not happening as I would have expected. And so, you know, why, how come, how come it's not basically? But when I think about the simplicity of it, sometimes it really just is showing up every Sunday you know, on these podcasts, because I get so much joy and peace and happiness knowing that I'm doing what the Lord has for me in this season, you know, and knowing the humble beginnings and knowing to where the Lord wants to take me. Sometimes it's just that simplicity. You know, I remember talking to my mother and she's like, yeah, you know, this is a part of your, you know, your, your tithe, not just financially, but it's a tithe of your time, giving the first 
of your time to the Lord, given the first of your effort and your expertise and your talent, your God-given talent to the Lord. You know, these weekly podcasts and, you know, social media, being a Christian influence, all these things, it's that simplicity. Sometimes it seems like, okay, Lord, maybe you want me to do more. Maybe that's why it's not happening as Sharonda would see it. Maybe that's why. But then hearing how Coach Christine broke it down, like, no, no, those are your own personal expectations. Naaman, he was expecting pomp and circumstance. And all he had to do was dip seven times and he would have had his healing from before. He would have been, you know, in a, 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 a further position because he wouldn't have had leprosy for longer. He would have been healed, cleansed, and boom, you're on to the next. So this for me was very eye-opening. And thank you so very much, Coach Christine apples reach out to me because I cannot be the only one who have had you know who's had these thoughts and conversations with the Lord um and so you know we're doing this thing called life together so the simplicity you know submitting to the simplicity showing up giving the Lord your first fruit efforts your time your energy you know submitting to the will of God in the moments when you are having a name and, you know, flesh flash, which is what I like to call it a flesh flash. When you, you know, your flesh is like, wait, 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 this should be happening my way, me, me, me. And Holy Spirit is like, no, this is my journey for you. That was that, that I, I'm definitely going to highlight. I've, I've written over it a few times, you know, you double over things a few times it's bold on the paper so i definitely am going to you know read second kings again so i can refresh you know and just look at that that was really good coach christine um i also really liked when you were saying about the quest you know in the question that was really really deep wow <laughs> i enjoyed that a lot apples i cannot wait to hear your feedback uh, from this <laughs> especially part two already I'm, I'm looking forward to it okay so yes we are definitely going to jump into a quick break and after the break coach christine is going to come back and she will finish the six-part system so the f the t and the s RIT apples stay tuned Hello Apples, if you are tuned into today's episode and you're getting any benefit or blessing or if you're enjoying today's episode, do me a favor. First thing, go ahead and pause and give a five star rating or give an applause. Depending on the platform you're tuning into, I would really appreciate your support. Also, be sure to share this episode with a friend. Thank you so much for being here. Now back to our show. Yes, Dr. Shrana, that was uh, amazing what you said about what your mother said, because that's something I really do believe in that, that you can tithe in money and time. It's, it's a lot of times we come with our expectation that it should be only one way, one way to give, one way to do things, and we block all else, all the other creativity and the solutions in our life off. I do believe it's time and energy and money that you can tithe back to the Lord, that you can um, reap this prosperous life. He knows what you have and he knows what you need to let go of and what you need to sow. Um, so it's very important for that to get past some of those expectations so you can actually live the life that you truly desire. And knowing being faithful over the little things, and they're not—they're really not that little, right? They're, they're not. It's being, it's being faithful so you can be faithful over much that God's going to be given to you over the time. So um, I just wanted to touch on that because I absolutely love that. Um, I believe in that. I believe that you can do in multiple ways serve God, 
and it, it can change very, you know, vary from season to season on how you show up, and that's okay, and that's when you're getting clear about what your success looks like in the next few months, what your success looks like for you and your family, and really just knowing that it's for you, but when instructions come, you do have to have total trust and obedience to the instruction, because Elijah did not come out. He had a servant come out, and guess what? We're all servants for God. So a lot of time, God gives us information. We share it with other people. I share lots of strategies with people, and um, they don't implement because their expectation of how things should be, they don't get to, to live that fulfilling life. And then when they come back, we work, and then guess what? Now they're earning money. Now they're able to get out of their 9 to 5. They're able to do these things. So I see these things on a daily basis, and I just smile because I'm like, I know. I know. You're looking at your past successes, and you're thinking what got you there is going to get you to the next level, and that's not true. Um, God is a God of newness, and he's a God of promise and of love, and he's using the, our, you know, who's willing vessels like us and you listeners that he's using you. He's downloading these things to you so you can help other people heal and move on with their life and have joy. I mean, Naaman celebrated. He was happy. He wanted to give gifts and more. And that's how when we operate in our gifts for each other and get that clarity, that we're able to help other people get that clarity and clap time for them. So it's very, very exciting because we don't see how long it took Naaman to come back. And I'm like, mm, if I know Naaman, it probably took him like a month maybe. <laughs> it probably took him a month to come back and actually dip himself back seven times in the river, uh, in the Jordan River. He wanted to go to Damascus. We didn't even see if he tried the Damascus first. We just seen that he finally came back and he got out his ego and just submitted to the simplicity. And he was healed and he started living a much awesome life and he was able to bring that back uh, to his community. So uh, I do want to go into the – so after you already – so I'm going to go back into the six-part system, which is going to give you that freedom, that, that life-giving uh, circumstances and situations and promise and excitement. And so we talked about before the break about ideal versus reality. That's how you identify the gap, the gap. A lot of times we keep the gap in our head, and it looks way bigger than what it needs to be. But when you write it down on paper, it's so vital for you to get that transformation because when you go, you need to have that step done before you go into the F, which F is first step in focus. Yes, we live in a world where things are constantly trying to get our attention, and that's why a lot of times we start things, stop things, start things, stop things. And we're not starting and stopping the things that we're supposed to, right? So this that step gives you the clarity on what you need to do first. So we use the example for buying a home versus you living already in, you know, a two-bedroom apartment, feeling cramped up, and the reality is that you don't have a, um, you may not be opting for the promotion because you probably need, like, some more training, you know, but you have these powerful answers in you as well. So when you look at the first step, what's the first step so you can get out of that apartment? Your first step may say, oh, let me contact a realtor. Let me check my credit score. Let me see exactly what I need to do to clean my credit score up so I can start looking for a house and how much do I want to pay for a house. Those are some first steps that you, that you are looking at. And then you need to take that first step and focus. So if you chose, you know, let me just talk to a realtor to just see what my options are. Before pulling your credit, just go shopping, right? You may think just to see what's available, just to kind of start getting the momentum going. And then you need to focus on that. Focus, focus, focus until it comes to life, right? So 
I always say bring your 2D to your 4D. That means bring your 2D vision statements that you have, the vision from their boards, and bringing that into reality so you can actually experience and touch things. I believe in going into stores and touching things. I believe in going into houses if you want to own a home to touch houses that you're like, I know I, this is what I want for my life. So some of those things could be first steps, and then you focus on that until it becomes a reality, and then you start moving ahead. So focus on the first step is very, very important. So you do not get encouraged to get off the path, like Red Riding Hood, right? The temptation is there to get off the path. The wolf is saying, hey, trying to conversate with you and have these um, conversations with you. And you're like, no, i got to stay focused. I need to get to my grandma's house, right? So the T for that is you need to time it. Our brain loves deadlines. You have to give yourself a time. You can't say, well, I'll just get to it. No, ma'am. No, sir. You have to time it. You have to say this task, I believe, from what you already know, that will take me two weeks. The first step, I'm going to do some more. You may say the first week, I may do some of research, right? And there is such thing as doing over-research before you implement on the plan. Don't get stuck there either. But you may say, okay, in two weeks, I'll reach out to a realtor. Put a time on it. Say two weeks is going to happen. You're going to schedule this at so-and-so date, at so-and-so time, it's going to be done. Okay? And that's for all you procrastinators that you're identifying yourself as a procrastinator, which you're really not a procrastinator because it may be something that you're really afraid of doing. That's a whole different thing that comes into the, the third part of this. But you need those deadlines to keep you focused and accountable. Um, and that's the T, T part. The S, Oh, this sums everything up. And the S is not sum, but it does sum everything up on how you bring everything in alignment for the assignment, the task that you have on your vision board to come to life. Okay, Coach. So one thing that I keep on circling back to, you know, as you were talking, was the imagery aspect of what you're sharing, imagery. You know, and children have such a beautiful, you know, capacity for imagination. And like I mentioned before, I think it might have been last week, you know, over time, it seems as though as adults, the more reality we experience is the less we, or is, you know, the more reality we experience, the less we dream and the less imagination. Um, And so, you know, that's something that I'm constantly working on to just keep dreaming and keep imagining and keep hoping, you know, for new and better, you know, um, and again, being content, you know, contentment piece is very important, but always being in a, a place of creativity, you know, as humans, we are made in God's image and God is the creator. He created us in his image. So, you know, but as you were talking, there was something like mm, the imagery of, you know, being creative. Um, and also too, I really liked when you said that, you know, for F, we should focus. All right. So taking it from 2D to 4D. I like that. I I truly like that. I love, you know, driving through neighborhoods. I remember when my husband and I were uh, newlyweds, you call it newlyweds. And before we had Brennan, who is our eight-year-old, I remember driving through some of the really nice suburbs in Michigan. And, you know, I'm talking about West Bloomfield homes. Okay, beautiful. And this 
time, you know, at this time we were living in a very modest two bedroom apartment in Livonia. You know, it was a safe place and, you know, it, it was okay, but it was a far cry from these West Bloomfield homes. And of course, we know that prosperity is not just what's in your bank account. And Coach Christine has said this before. We're using the analogy of homes because it's something tangible. And for most people, you can identify with wanting to have a good living space, a living place. Okay. So, I remember driving through those homes and or driving through those neighborhoods and, you know, just like a kid in a candy store peering at these homes and thinking, wow, I wonder what it feels like, you know, to be in a place where you can paint the wall without asking for permission, where you can hang up a picture without having to worry about spackling it before you move out. And again, you know, that might not be your heart's desire. Maybe you are okay in your living situation. That's fine. But we can extrapolate that sentiment into any goal or vision you have, you know, any prosperity decision that you are looking at or looking to make. And so, you know, I took those emotions and I just remember thinking like, yeah, that, that, you know, making it more tangible from just a desire to have a different living space that was, you know, larger and more comfortable and we could, you know, personalize. And I remember driving through and it's like, okay, now I can actually see with my eyes, someone who's doing it. You know, I can see that and we're driving through as newlyweds. You know, my parents always, you know, have always had a nice home, a roof over our head. Praise God. You know, it's just I remember thinking it now. Okay, that expectation you were talking about, that expectancy. Okay, it's for me now. Now it's my time to do my vision and goals, not just, you know, be able to get from what my parents have worked hard for living with them, you know, and then moving to college and such. But now it became real for me, for my husband, my household. And so I love that imagery. You know, you said walking through the stores and, and touching things. I know one time my cousin, we were out shopping at Home Goods, and I was looking at a set of three table decorative items, you know, it was a set of three, these like vase things, and they're beautiful. And at that time, I remember thinking, I don't have anywhere to put this, but I would really like it, but I don't even have anywhere to put it. So I started to walk down the aisle and I was leaving them. And my cousin was like, hey, you've been looking at this. Why don't you get it? And I was like, girl, because I don't have anywhere to put this. Like, I don't have a credenza, you know, my table not big enough. Like, I don't have the space for this. It's just pretty. And she said something. She was like, but don't you plan on getting that one day? And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I do plan on getting that one day. <laughs> so I just, so I bought it and apples, it's sitting out in the credenza in my entryway of our home that we purchased, you know, um, I mean, some of the same style homes that we're looking at in Michigan, you know, seven, eight years ago, which is just crazy to me, you know? So it's like, wow, just sometimes it's that simplicity is what I'm trying to get at. You know, Coach Christine is talking about the simplicity, you know, and the six-part system focus and transforming, you know, the 2D, that, that little thought, that little desire in your heart into the 4D tangible. You can hear it, you can smell it, you can touch it, you can feel it. I think that's beautiful. And I just, you know, one little thing looking at those three vases and every time I pass, you know, my front area, you know, the entryway, I see that credence and I see those three vases just sitting there. I think about the time when my cousin told me, like, don't you plan on. But if I wasn't expecting it, if I didn't believe it would happen one day, I would have said, oh, yeah, but eh, and walk off and leave it. And I would have missed that moment to have, you know, to have that touchstone to look back at. 
you know, to making it tangible. Again, we know that it's not all about money in the bank or anything. However, I just think that was a really good illustration of what Coach Christine is trying to relate to us in this moment. So she went over focus as well as timeline. You know, I used to relate to the whole, I'm a procrastinator, you know, I do well under pressure, you know, I can study the last minute and still get an A, you know, I used to identify with that and I was actually proud of it. But then I realized that that is way too stressful. And so I am no longer a procrastinator and it did take a while for me to, you know, just stop identifying as such, you know, um, and really disciplining myself to be like, look, if you need to get something done, you need to start now, you know, work, work on it as, you know, over time slowly and manage my time better, you know, and then actually, like you said, have a timeline, you know, have things written down and give yourself parameters and boundaries. It's very, very helpful. I think we can all use more boundaries and more discipline in our lives, whether it's toward prosperity or not. You know, we can all use more boundaries. So thank you so very much, Coach Christine. I know you said that the S is like kind of like the whole summation of everything. So I'm really looking forward to next week's episode because I, I we're going to touch on that next Sunday. Um, So before we uh, wrap up this segment, again, thank you so very much, Coach Christine. Thank you for sharing your heart and your insight. You are such a gem. Uh, for the Lord. You are such a unique woman of God and what you bring to the table, the way you relate, you know, your transparency, your analogies, the way you break down words. You're such a wordsmith and how you always find like, I love how you always do this, you know, the quest in the question. And or, it's just amazing. This is something she does all the time, Apples. Okay. So it's a joy to speak with Coach Christine on and off air. Um, but before we wrap up, is there anything more that you have to share with us in today's episode? I, I did, but you closed this so nicely. So I will actually tackle the procrastination behind it, why people are procrastinating. And it's so beautiful once you get this that you're like, oh, my goodness, you're going to see so many people messaging you, Dr. Sharonda. They're like, I did it. I made this happen. And I'm excited to see see those wins for them. But I'll save it for the next episode. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I love it. I love a good a cliffhanger. So uh, make sure you are locked in. Make sure you are, are on the email list serve. Very simple for you to get the weekly notifications when a new episode goes live. All you have to do is just shoot me an email or reach out to me on any social media platform. Of course, all of the contact information is in the description box in the show notes down below. However, you are consuming this podcast. Also, too, don't forget to um, link up with Coach Christine, okay? She is a coach, so she has, you know, programs that she is always running. She has slots that are available, um, but don't wait. Don't wait, okay? We're not going to procrastinate, right? Don't wait. Um, and she also likes to have, you know, things planned out and set up. So make sure you get on her roster, reach out to her, touch base with her, follow her on social media. You will not be disappointed, okay? <clears throat> so, Apples, until next Sunday. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Remember, I am Dr. Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.